Hello and welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I've been enjoying our study in Psalm 23, the pearl of the Psalms, as it's been called, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And now we pick it up in verse number four today, where David shifts from talking about the Lord to speaking to the Lord. Notice he he changes from he, he to thou. Verse number four, he says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The paths of righteousness. We're told in verse 3 that he would be led in the paths of righteousness for the Lord's name's sake. And as you go along the paths of righteousness, you can expect some things as you follow the shepherd. David probably was looking back at his life as he wrote this. And he looked back at the many things he'd gone through, the many battles and struggles, and he could say with confidence, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And he says that he can expect some things as he is on that path following the shepherd. First, what you can expect as you follow the shepherd along the path, there's courage. You'll find courage. Verse four, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Now, if you just take that word as to what you might be familiar with, when you hear valley, that sounds kind of nice, doesn't it? A valley, a little green valley, a beautiful little valley. A valley sounds like a nice thing, but a valley for the shepherd, especially in that area, we've got to take it as how it was meant to be understood there. A valley was a deep ravine or a gorge. It was narrow, dark, damp, with steep walls on either side, inescapable from predators and enemies. So some think the Valley of the Shadow of Death, that name, Valley of the Shadow of Death, may have been a literal place that shepherds were forced to cross. Sometimes a shepherd had to go through a valley to get to another place, a better place, and there was danger that would lurk in there. Snakes could be hiding in there, um, uh, people that meant to do ill, wild beasts, and it was a dangerous place. This term here, it symbolizes for us the worst of times, the valley of the shadow of death, a time when death seems so close that your every step is darkened by its shadow. It represents the most frightening things you could encounter in life, whatever it may be, a sickness, a time of uncertainty, family troubles, work troubles, health troubles, as I said, the, the, the worst thing you can think of, that's walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But don't be overcome by that description because he says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, which by the way, you will, you will, if you haven't, if you're not, you will, everybody does, everybody does, everybody does many times, the valley of the shadow of death, David says, he declares boldly, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. 
Ephesians 6.10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 2 Timothy 2.3, for thou, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. God's presence gives you courage. He says, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hebrews 13, verses 5 and 6, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So we read there that we ought to be content, we ought not to be covetous, that is, looking longingly at other people's things, not being happy with what God has given us, but being dissatisfied, discontent, always wanting more. He said, don't do that. Why? For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. In other words, you have the Lord. Why would you be covetous? You've got the Lord. And really, he's all you need. The Lord is my shepherd, so I shall not want. But the next verse of Hebrews 13 is important. It says, for he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Verse six, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So knowing that the Lord will never leave us nor forsake us. It helps us to be content and happy with what God has given us, but it also gives us boldness. It gives us courage. So we can say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. And as the Lord is your shepherd, and you're following him, and you know he's providing for you, he's directing you, he is caring for your every need, he's protecting you. What? what how are you going to fear what man will do unto you. Listen, if you obey the Lord, you're following God, what happens to you? That's in God's hands. I, I believe that. I will not fear what man will do unto me. The fear of man bringeth a snare, Proverbs says, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made safe. God's presence gives you courage. Following the shepherd gives you courage. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Are you going through the valley of the shadow of death? Here's what I can tell you. I don't know your specific situation. And honestly, if it did, I might not have any better advice for you. But the Bible says this, and here's what you need. Jesus says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me.